0: Put your hands up and get over here, you sexy son of a bitch. to the one more Red podcast where you take it beyond the barbell i'm your host mondingo and with me well i'm about to fill his cup up with some loveliness is terrell broens what's up man <laughs> it's football season man
1: t-o-t-o T-O. that's right i was doing the old t-o and the old end zone where's my popcorn get your popcorn ready
0: he did have some of the uh, although oh, quote yeah. illegal uh, he did have some of the dopest touchdown celebrations absolutely like on thanksgiving when he dropped the football into the big bucket for the united way yeah and then what else yeah, the one when he uh, pulled out the sharpie yeah, and, and Audrey, signed the football yeah. gave it to his agent
1: which i agree that shouldn't happen that shouldn't be allowed because <laughs> but, but but how dope was that
0: though like the oh, timing yeah. of it all oh yeah
1: no no i thought it was cool as hell but i'm glad they kind of tapered
0: I, some of that down. tapered
1: that they took everything away but now they're letting them... The last last year, they started letting them
0: celebrate again. A little bit more.
1: Yeah, I think it should be like... It doesn't have to be... It's
0: not... It's hard to score a touchdown.
1: It's not... But, you know, it's kind of like... I think the NFL kind of realized that...
0: The no fun league for a while. Yeah, I mean, it
1: it is entertainment. And, like, they've been coming up with some good ones, you know, like... the Browns, they played Duck, Duck, Goose last yeah. year, and there's,
0: there's a lot of cool ones. Like the bowling one. Yeah. Uh, somebody did the bench press one. Yeah, I
1: mean, there's a lot of cool <laughs> ones out there, and I'm glad they get a quick little chance to do that. Yeah,
0: of the old school ones, one of my favorite was when Joe Horn uh, whipped out the cell phone from underneath the pad, and Who? Uh, <laughs> and he someone, called his mom. Someone else did that. They redid that. It was a, it was a saint, too, and I think they... Um, I, I think they, Yeah, uh, that's what it was. It was it another was, saint's play. I don't remember who. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thomas, maybe. Maybe.
2: Michael Thomas or Mike Tom, I don't know. Whatever. I love football. And then we got Jenna. What's up? How's it going? Is there ever a
1: time where we just don't have to introduce her anymore? Or? Well,
0: I guess I can publicly, I think I apologized already, but there was the one time I, I, yeah. I inadvertently excluded her because I was so excited when uh, we had, uh, what you call Michael Fahey on from yeah. uh, uh, when we did the interview for his documentary what was it i can't remember i'm talking <laughs> no right i was just now. i knew you were struggling yeah, i'm struggling right now west side way out, yeah uh west side versus the world and i just apparently i just totally like rushed through i introduced bro and we went straight to the interview
3: he was super pumped
0: yeah i was so pumped yeah. I, I was so pumped to, to hear about
1: getting pumped plus he just came off of a hundred set of push-ups right before <laughs> he's all jacked up
3: that's okay i wasn't offended
0: I'm sorry. Well, in order to apologize for that, I have, so we've polished off that bottle of mitchers we're almost, so today I brought in a bottle of rum that I picked up when I was on my trip to the Dominican. I ain't drinking that. So. <laughs> it's Jenna. it's sealed, man. Yeah. Jenna's first.
3: <laughs> uh-uh, we're all about to die. And
0: this is um, Macorix Grand Reserve. There's um, going to be bleach in there. It well, was I, actually a... Uh, I
1: just want you guys to know this could be the this last This could be the last time. episode, like, this so. is the last time you ever hear my voice again, just k-
0: keep well, it in replay. Well, if we die, if all three of us die, they'll never hear this anyway, so well, it yeah, not really matter. Jenna has
1: to drink it too then.
0: But I... I well, there's
1: I, no way she's going to live without this. Well, us. no,
0: because Jenna, I didn't think she'd be... She would yeah, really like straight rum, so I bought her oh gosh i brought her like some flavored ones
1: <laughs> oh that's all the mini bar yeah you're no, definitely no, no. dead I bought
0: these from the uh, <laughs> i bought these from the actual uh <laughs> she ain't going to drink it distillery place or whatever you call it rum factory i guess i don't know
1: not so, here no you you first on this one
0: so there's... i'm not dying
1: <laughs> if
2: one of us go we all It's gonna go. be jenna first it smells like, like bleach. the food taster Yep, that's rum.
4: Yep, I'm dead.
0: So, but for Jenna, I have flavors. So there's coconut, apple, teeny, and colada. You're so funny, colapina. Which one would you like? What was it? Coconut. Yeah, coconut sure, apple. Coconut. All right, coconut. There you go. You're
3: funny.
0: Her very own mini bottle. It hey got
1: I'll, I'll let you know how this rum tastes in about ten minutes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, Jenna's my little canary. The, yeah, canary in the coal mine. Yeah. So while uh, well, I'll pour that out for Jenna while she. She can't multitask. Gives the shout-outs to our Patreon folks. A good
3: catch. Almost dropped my phone. Yeah, so we're giving a shout-out to Jamie, Tim, Gareth. They were the swag box peeps. And then Brody, Michelle, and Rick. That's right.
1: At least she read my name this time. Last time <laughs> she wouldn't even read my name, but she wouldn't know that because she didn't listen to the episode.
3: <laughs> yeah, I did know that. Oh. I think I'm drunk already.
0: Is it one of those things where like, since you're a Patreon, like, you have like, uh like a say so VIP as a um, as stock a consumer holder. yeah as a, a stock stockholder yeah. yeah there you go
1: so i'm going to actually do i'm going to upgrade to the the big the box <laughs> and i'm going to just stack my own
0: box <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys um
3: but anyways thanks guys a lot yeah thank you for yeah, yeah seriously doing that and then we're
0: hopefully by the, yeah by the time you've heard this those first boxes uh, yeah. yeah actually you yeah. should have received these first boxes cuz cool. you're right because we're trying to get our head on September 3rd, on I
1: think, is when we're shipping it out. Yeah. So In you'll right. have it. Uh, well, remember, Gareth will have his by the end of <laughs> November. Yeah. yeah. So He'll get
0: his by Christmas.
1: If Brian ever gets on this thing, <laughs> he may never get it. Like, <laughs> honestly, the donkey service is slow yeah. over there.
0: So huge shout out to the Patreons. We really appreciate it. Also, don't forget those shirts. Um, you got to get those. Original OG. Original OG. Uh, last or both from all, one and only run yeah, of the One More Rep podcast shirts that uh, we've seen at football games, we've seen in other countries, seen at the CrossFit game, we've seen the patches of the CrossFit games.
1: Man, it's just all over the place. World domination, knew it was going to happen. Here we are. But no, you ain't going to be able to get these again. Once they're out, they're out. Yeah. We're on to the new ones. The one that had to have Jenna in it, she said if we didn't put her in the shirt, she was quitting. Was We shouldn't have put her in the shirt.
3: <laughs> I never said that, but it was expected. <laughs>
0: That was the expectation, and last but not least, uh, I, I feel like a, 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 a principal, you know, like scolding all the, you know, the youngsters sitting on the bench. I reviews. feel like I'm in high school again. Getting yeah, scolded <laughs> reviews. Uh, we got one. one. Yep. and well, that, what was and the We name, don't know who the person Jenna? is, which is kind of the cool Can part. Can you look that up?
2: What
1: the name? So when you guys leave these written
2: reviews, uh, it was. Go ahead. Um, uh, Watson. Last name was Watson. What was her first name? Yeah, it came, it's on
0: Apple Tunes, obviously. So, but the bad part about that, like we've said, is we don't, it's not like your Instagram handle because a lot of people, it's different than like their social media. So it's Amira Watson. um, Yeah, Amira Watson. That's her name. Yeah. (laughs) So we should be able to figure this out. (laughs) That's
3: why I said most people, like you can kind of tell from what their name is on there. They'll use their name or Last name or something.
1: Yeah, thanks for the review. It was really cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to it, find out some more information, like kind of.
0: And also she said, or I'm assuming, I, mean, I apologize if you're not a she, but you mentioned in there that you share the episodes with some people too. So that was pretty cool. And that, Sounds like more than most you do. And then and then also the fact that uh, they could, they're new to CrossFit, I mm-hmm. think was one of the things that they stated. So yeah. and they were tired of uh, the other shows because we talk about
1: because they suck, Mo. It's just that simple. It's not hard. When, you, when something sucks, you get tired of it. I mean, it's just the way it is. So uh, I have about seven minutes left before I can start drinking. See if Jenna keels over. But if you – hey, what's our passwords? Can you give us our passwords to Patreon and stuff before you keel over so no. you can stop extorting us? Nope
0: but it, it's all right if, if i'm gone in, in six minutes then uh yeah they'll they'll throw my uh, nanos over the uh, railing i throw well i'll be able to you both would be dead <laughs> so uh godspeed
3: <laughs> wow
0: so today's episode it's about talent yelp where'd this come from this is this is a this is a bro uh this is a bro topic so where did this where, what's the genesis of this one
1: uh well, let's see. Literally we laid down, felt was falling asleep and then just popped into your head. Popped in my damn head. So I had to get my iPhone, got that back out and I just wrote down uh talent and then a little description after that. And then yesterday uh, I was listening to an interview and um kind of little kind of tagged onto what the the talent was, so Um, Because I think talent can be perceived in so many ways. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, there's, depending on what we're discussing, talent, I mean, it could be a myriad of things, but one of the, that in that text message, the thing you said after talent is the second most wasted thing aside from time. Yep, totally agree. Because, yeah, we've talked about that a long time ago where we said, you know, when balancing, I don't remember what we were discussing, but essentially you can always make more money, but you can't get back more time. And we spend so much time on things that aren't important and wind up wasting time, unfortunately.
1: Or we say we don't have the time to do X when we really do have the time, we just have to readjust things to make it happen. Mm-hmm. We all have the same amount of time, but how come people do more than all of us? You know, there's a lot of people who do more, even more than I do, and we still have the same 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you have to run yourself in the ground where you're, you're never sleeping, uh, but it just shows you that if we're more organized, we can definitely make time for things
0: that there are some people I'm fairly convinced have a 25th hour.
1: Sometimes I feel like it. I feel <laughs> like it's like my, you know, six cents. Like I just have, it's just part of my life sometimes. And then sometimes I feel like I don't have any time. And then other times I feel like I've literally, literally worked for a few hours. And I feel like I accomplished nothing, mm-hmm. which is like probably the worst feeling. Like
0: I when like, you have expectations of what you're going to accomplish and then it falls short
1: yeah it's like so minimal like it's just it's a joke like i hate that sensation so yeah yeah, we i think a lot of people i've seen so many people waste talent um and
0: and we're not just talking about in the athletic arena uh we've seen it everywhere in our lives oh work um yeah work um but i think uh, some of the things we'll talk about today mostly you know revolve around athletics and sport but i'm sure we'll dip into some other, real life, yeah. You know, some real life applications and discussions about this. So, talent—what is it? I think people. Some people argue that uh, talent is natural, like it's born, it's inherent. Yeah. But then some people make the argument that you can—it's adaptive, or you can, you know, a skill base. Like you can become more talented.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. I think it really depends on how you look at it.
1: Yeah, I know. I one of the thing, one of the new things being said now is hard work beats talent every day. I'm like, you're, you're stupid because that's not true, really. Because I know a lot of hard workers and I know someone who's talented mm-hmm. and they're not better than them. Mm-hmm. I think it's, it's, to me, it's like uh, sometimes it can be a cop-out for people who aren't talented. <laughs> <laughs> someone made that up. You know, like CrossFitters made up active, active recovery. recovery yeah. yeah, and then it's an actual workout. Mm-hmm. Oh, I ran 10 miles. Oh, cool. When's the last time? I've never done that before. Yeah. Sweet active recovery. So I think sometimes that, I think sometimes that, you know, that being said, you know, I totally disagree with that, but there's a small meaning
2: behind it, I guess.
0: I mean, I guess a lot of it depends on the situation. Like if we take athletics, for instance, like some person could be super talented and someone just works and works and works and there's there just certain people that aren't that, that are aren't going to get past a certain plateau based because of uh, biology, uh, genetics, whatever. You you could you could you could take a regular GPP CrossFitter. I'm just using a very rough example here, but and you could give them the ability to train unlimitedly. You know, mm-hmm. fund them for an entire year yep. and let them train two three times a day. Give yep. them the best coaching. Give them the best nutrition you know, get them one of best those- steroids. Best steroids. One of those floaty tanks in the beds and all that stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and sleep 12 hours a day. And someone who doesn't work nearly as hard as that person or works as hard as that person, given the same conditions, um, might, still, might still be able to beat them. Yeah,
1: for sure. And I think that's what I was talking about. Hard work and talent can go together, should mm-hmm. go together. But often, sometimes people just ri- rely on their talent and others just rely on the hard work. Mm-hmm. And yes, hard work can help you accomplish things. But like you said, yeah, I, come, could, I, I could train nonstop, mm-hmm. be my only thing. And I'm still going to be, fall, I'm going to fall short of the best person my age, same everything. Mm-hmm. They're going to beat me. Because someone just more genetically gifted than you are. Something. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty gifted though.
2: Um, there was, i going to say, Okay, so along with that, it may may be where someone someone might confuse that as like
0: effort or heart. Mm -hmm. Like that's completely different. Oh, yeah. Like someone who just gives their all and their all is not as good as like the best athletes. You know, you'll still have a lot of respect for that person who just goes and leaves on the floor every day and they're giving their 100% while the person who has the skill, ability, and talent you know, just kind of half-asses it, but still does better than everybody. Yeah. Yeah, that's a different argument there. But I, yeah, heart and talent, you know.
1: I was watching Hard Knocks last night, the new one with the Raiders, and John Gruden said in a meeting that, man, in
2: this room, we can win the NFL in hard work. Meaning hard work doesn't require anything but to show up
1: bust your ass do your damn job and do your job like so setting the precedent of hey we can win the NFL and hard work this team can be the hardest working team Mm -hmm. but unfortunately hard work doesn't equate to wins Mm -hmm. and but we control what we can right so there's variables in winning Mm -hmm. right especially a football game since we were talking about T.O. so in a football game the variables are blown calls Mm -hmm. miss assignments Whatever and weather, weather, yeah, absolutely deflated balls. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. <laughs> and um, the thing is, is they could be the hardest working team in the entire NFL mm-hmm. and still lose. still lose, yeah, because yeah, of the variables. So I think that's kind of where we're at: is you can bust your ass, you can be Pete Rose, you know, he had the talent and Charlie Hustle, right? Mm-hmm. He had both aspects of it, and then you got people like Barry Bonds. he really he had steroids Mm -hmm. i mean he was he was okay until then so i don't know
0: skill and talent are they same different uh what do you think
3: i feel like a skill is like developed whereas like a talent you already you're kind of i don't know i feel like you're kind of born with it a little bit
0: kind of like naturally
3: yeah but i feel like a skill is like a practice almost like you have to what
2: do you think Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. Skills skills
0: can be honed, but even like I just, in the example I just gave previously, someone being able to work out all the time, you could be given the opportunity to hone your skills, but you still, each of us have our own box Mm -hmm. that we can't get out of, whether it's due to genetics, you know, age, you know, throwing whatever variable. Any given athlete can only become so good at a thing Mm -hmm. because eventually all these guys that we see standing on the podium you know, they're going to get older and someone's going to come behind them who's able to, to beat them at their own game just because they're more talented, more skilled or whatever. Well,
1: think about it. Fraser and Froney, okay? Mm-hmm. No one ever thought anybody would do what Rich Froney did. dominate like that, yeah. And here he is. And yeah. that, not only that, now you have Toomey. Yep. I mean, she's going to be, I don't even know if any, the only, she, I think the only, way, she, only way she's going to lose is if she goes team. And that's it. Yeah. She's going to be like Rich. She, no one's beating her. I can't see anybody beating her. Like, you took the best and beat him by 1,000 points in this past mm-hmm. CrossFit game. The most fittest The, the second most yes. fittest athlete, athlete is 1,000 points, points. Yeah. behind the best. That's not even comparable. Yeah. I mean, it's like.
0: It's ridiculous.
1: She didn't even have to do, I believe they said, two and a half of the
0: workouts. Yeah, she couldn't have she skipped like two workouts in the last day. <laughs> And, and not, still won, yeah, and know. still
1: beat everybody.
3: It'd be a good feeling, though. <laughs> like, I mean, not that you would try less, but just like not, it'd be more fun, I think. Oh, and then not ooh, to I worry don't about it. it well, I like, think so, yeah.
0: Because uh, what was it? was it? Frazier's second championship. They asked him, you know, oh yeah, you're the fittest on earth. He's like, yeah, but I lost eight, you know, but I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't finish first in eight events or something like that.
1: Yeah, and he said that he was on the floor. As he was doing the final workout, winning that he should have worked more on this skill. And he couldn't stop thinking about going and starting to train for yeah. a skill he just got done the doing, doing for the, the first final, time. Yeah. The, the final workout of him actually winning the CrossFit games, mm-hmm. you know? And we'll talk more about that mindset. But yeah, I don't know. I think if you get so far out front, like, what fun is it anymore? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, is it fun? Is it fun to be that dominant? Like, think the New England Patriots. I'm, I'm a Browns fan, and obviously we're going to do really well this year. I've been waiting 20 years for this <laughs> moment. But uh, I got a lot of build-up smack talk. But I always thought, I couldn't imagine being a Patriots fan going in every single Sunday expecting to win the game, mm-hmm. right? I'm like, as a Browns fan, I don't even know what's going to happen. Yeah, I never knew if we were going to win. Like, mm-hmm. it was, it was just...
0: Crazy. I mean, yeah. At a certain point in your life, being a Browns fan, getting a win. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. And the
1: Patriots, oh, yeah, they should have beat them. Yeah. Like, how excited am I going to be if I'm Tia? I'm up by a thousand and the next fittest person is a thousand, a thousand points, points behind me.
0: I, I think it within CrossFit, because we're a little weird and you know, we're a little crazy. You know, we're always trying to, you know, ourselves. I would like to think that you know athletes on that level, you know Tia Frazier, Froning, aren't letting off the gas. No, they're not. You know because you look at Rich, even his last year winning the championships. Like how many he 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 didn't lose any any events on Sunday.
1: Right, last I think one? he won them all. Yeah, yeah.
0: he swept on Sunday, mm-hmm. and even though he had and already locked it he, up, he didn't have to uh, win any events that mm-hmm. day. And those people are just not. They can't let off the gas.
1: That's my point. Because they would
0: disappoint themselves.
1: Right. But that's that's the point we're trying to get at is you have Tia. Okay. Then you have the second uh, fittest female in the world. Mm -hmm. Okay. Different people. They both clearly work hard, Mm -hmm. but, and they're both female. Mm -hmm. Like, and they're not even in the same realm.
0: There's absolutely no mathematical way that they could knock her off, knock Tia off the podium. It, in that in that in last year in this year's incidents without cheating without well
1: but even cheating you don't even know right yeah so i mean you
0: ricky garrard he didn't win and he was he was he took third right he took third, third of, and he still couldn't win yeah and he still couldn't win right And yeah. he, he trained really hard i'm sure i'm sure he did train hard right? and he trained hard with just TVs, you. and he still didn't he still can't win yeah he still can't win yeah
2: i mean
1: imagine that like <laughs> You know, it's almost like when I play Texas Hold'em all the time. Yeah, pocket aces, like your your chances of winning uh, pre flop are astronomical. Uh
2: huh.
1: I've won in the hand, but they get cracked all the time. <laughs> like, it, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like,
2: it's just, yeah, you know, I don't know. So, this is one of the things that we, we were talking about before the show, but like
0: the challenges or the issues with being talented. And that might sound bizarre, but. <laughs> Bro and I were just throwing back multiple uh, incidences in the sporting <laughs> arena where we saw people who were talented not being able to deal with the fact that they were talented in an effective manner. Well, they dealt with it. They just didn't dealt with it deal with it with a positive manner. And Jenna, you were even mentioning stuff like that like when you were playing soccer, you said there were girls that were amazing soccer players but they just decided to make different choices.
3: Yeah, their priorities just changed. Mm-hmm. Like um you change a lot from like your freshman year to your senior year, mm-hmm. growing up, trying to be cool, hang out with different boys.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: So... Because did that, as a, as a young adult, that social, um, that social currency weighs pretty heavily on you, you know, where like, like you said, you know, oh, I'm a, you know, this person's a great soccer player, but oh, I'm not in the cool circles at school or even in the universities.
3: Yeah, I mean, I know I know multiple people that like wouldn't take scholarships and stuff just because their boyfriends weren't going to that school or
0: whatever. You know, that's a waste. I, I will shake my daughter vigorously if she ever comes to me with an argument like that.
1: Yeah, because that's
0: you're working for that. Bruh, yeah, because <laughs> she ain't paying
1: for it.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just kind of talked about with Tia, right? Like, how do you handle being talented? All right, let me, let's back that. i not Tia. Let's talk about, um, we were just talking about this last episode that actually just dropped uh, about Sarah, Singerman's daughter. Mm-hmm. Clearly
2: talented. Absolutely. How does she handle her talent? It, her issue is the mental game. But she's very talented,
1: you're right? Yeah. So how do you handle it? And I think maybe that's why she gets so frustrated
0: is... Because she knows she's got the capacity and the capability. Well, shit, she's won. Right? No, she's not. Okay, she so took sec- oh, second. She's podium before, hasn't she? I don't
4: mm-hmm. think she has.
0: Think so. There's so many damn daughters, I get them all confused. <laughs> yeah, but tall, what I'm saying is stronger than me.
1: Yeah, what I'm saying is though she she did the first workout. She didn't finish where she felt she should have and she's sitting there emotionally, she's crying. Yeah. Okay? Like Very bruh, first
0: bruh, not on day 1.
1: Yeah, just but <laughs> but she has so much talent. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. But it doesn't matter how much talent you have if you're missing some of the pieces, right? Mm-hmm. Still, don't, talent will not always triumph. Yeah,
0: and I think the inverse of that was No Olson. He's notoriously been known to crack in the, on the big stage, and for once in his career at the games, he put together a very solid performance to where he actually had the jersey for a couple of days. Yeah,
1: but you know, I'm going to look at this and and kind of go to, you know the workouts kind of fell in
0: his favor. But even with that though, like in the past, like had he been in that position, you can expect him to just like Fall. T- take a massive dump on, you know, in the middle of the competition floor. Yeah. Because he did that a few years ago where he was in the lead. I don't remember what the name of the workout was, but it had the the wheelbarrows and they had to mm-hmm. throw the, the sand. uh, sandbags over it and he just like, just lost focus for a second. And then that just ruined him for the rest of the weekend.
3: What? There was like one part where he did, what happened? Did he, is it, did he fall off the pegboard too? I Is think he like p- fell off the pegboard and then he like recovered and he still, mm-hmm. he's yeah, like yeah. yeah, and they even like said something yeah, on there right. about like. Because two years ago,
0: yeah, uh, that's not happening.
3: Yeah, like how he still kept up even though he fell off, like he got right back on it and that normally would throw somebody
0: pretty s- far. Yeah, so s- some of the issues we've seen with people being, having the pressure of being successful, you know, most recent times, Johnny Manziel you know i've i i, I was well
1: de- hold on. he wasn't he's not successful he had talent
0: okay he had talent but he was not able to deal with all the things that came as a result of his talent mm-hmm. you know money you know money fame fortune the whole limelight stuff because I, I was able to see him uh, play while he was in high school when i was stationed out in texas and watching him play it was like did you ever play a tech mobile Remember how Bo Jackson would just run over everybody? Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like playing against a bunch of, he looked like a man playing against high school kids. It was like, he had Madden numbers. I think in the game, he threw like five touchdowns, ran for like 100 plus yards and threw for like over 300 yards as, a, as an 18 year old. So seeing his talent in front, you know, you know at, at, at uh, a lo- level of uh, his peers was amazing. Mm-hmm. Then you fast forward to, I think it was his sophomore year when he finally got a, a start at Texas A&M. Dude, just like you know, it look like a human highlight reel. And then you fast-forwarded to
2: when he makes it to the NFL, and just implodes. Yeah, what was it? Uh, what
0: they call him, Johnny Vegas, when he went to Las when he flew to Las Vegas when he was supposed to be at a game and he had a, a wig on and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, man, I'm a Browns fan. I know all <laughs> about that stuff.
0: But there, I mean, there's countless uh, athletes that have. Not maximize their talent that we've seen.
1: No, get on. Let's get on. We keep getting off topic. It's the pressure of being talented. Mm-hmm. It's the outside pressures. It's the the pressures from your friends. The pressure from your coaches. the pressure pressure from everything else? How but, do, how do they deal with that? With talent,
0: but with those guys, like with, with with him specifically, it was the he couldn't deal with the the pressure of success. I mean, granted, he had not as far as success, he he got a contract. He was drafted top five. Mm-hmm. And he was put in a position where he was the face of the franchise and he just he imploded.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's
1: what I'm talking about, man. It's outside pressures. Yeah. He didn't he didn't implode because of his talent. He imploded because of the outside pressures Mm -hmm. put on him by others. They're forcing him down a different direction. It kinda lines up with what Jenna's saying. His priorities changed as soon as he got drafted and got that money, right? And now he's he can't even play in a damn, you know Arena League. Arena league and and Nobody'll touch him. Yeah, and do well. And so the outside pressures are huge against everybody. I mean, if you're trying to be an athlete and you're trying to perform, right? And Jenna can kind of speak on this. She struggles from outside pressures just like other athletes do as well. And sometimes uh, how can you contain outside pressures so you can perform and use your talent, right? If you let the outside pressures dictate what you do, it don't matter how talented you are. Johnny Manziel, face of the franchise, drafted high, all this money don't matter anymore. Guess, guess what? He's not playing.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: He's, he's, out. he's not able to
0: use his talents anymore. And
1: yeah, his talent is done. What's he going to, I mean, he don't have to work the rest of his life unless he blew his money, but his, his done, he's done, right? One of the most talented, you know, college quarterbacks. But we've seen college to NFL doesn't change. What do you think?
3: I mean, I don't know how I would handle something like that.
1: No, just talk, let's talk about you or how you feel about outside or outside pressure or the pressures that you put in yourself. Cause we last episode, we kind of talked about you, how you and Sarah were very similar, actually some of the same skill traits. How, what's your, what's your view on being a competitor and then having to deal with pressure that you don't always put on yourself, but maybe outside or also some that you put on yourself.
3: Uh, I think, Just when stuff gets hard, I mean, it's not like I think about it all the time, but I think it's like more when I know that it matters. Like, I don't like if I'm coming in here during the week and I'm working on something. Very rarely do I get super upset or doubt myself because it's just a workout. (laughs) But and I know that it's just a workout, even like let's say during the open or competing or stuff, something. But it still like it feels like it matters more. So that's when I start to like doubt myself. I think. I guess that's what most people would feel like. You work so hard for something and you want to do good. So when you feel like you're falling behind, then you're like, shit. And then like everything else, like I'm not good enough. That comes to your brain.
1: (laughs) And this is all in the middle of a workout. Yep. (laughs) And this is Linda. So (laughs) Linda, and it is, it's real. I mean, it's, and for reference, Linda is Jenna's alter ego. Her hair.
0: Who's Linda?
3: Yeah, let's hear who you think it yeah. is. You know, I'll never... say what everyone else says. Well, Good, <laughs> Who it is, because <laughs> I don't really notice.
0: Does she look different when Linda shows up? Oh, yeah. Her, I, her. I, I don't think I've ever seen it. We'll get a picture of her.
3: <laughs> if, you know,
1: it could be like a vampire where you can't, you take a picture and they're not in there. <laughs> There's they, no reflection. No
3: reflection. You can't see them in the mirror. What's other people say Linda is? Well, I was doing that open, I think it was last year or yeah, what was it last year? I think it was last year, maybe the year before. The year, and before. Our, the year before. And um, <laughs> Doug was like, Doug and Cindy were watching mm-hmm. and Doug was like, holy shit, I've never seen anything like that. It was like, you're a whole different person. He's like, I don't even know what just happened. <laughs> he was, and like, if you know Doug, you know how dramatic it was. Yeah,
0: But it was funny. So describe this alter ego. Like,
3: oh, they just say that my hair turns to the side and I, does it not? I don't, I don't... Does yeah. your ponytail not go to the side? I mean, when I work out, it goes to the side anyway. Well, they said that. It's more dramatic. I don't know. But now everyone calls me Linda.
0: Do you notice... Well, I guess you probably kind of notice when this starts to happen, right? I
3: don't know. Sometimes I feel like I can just like... I feel like they're making fun of it, like saying that's when I start to fall apart, but based I on have... The angle, I feel like based like I, on the
0: angle of your ponytail?
3: Yeah. <laughs>
1: oh, no, it, I'm not... It's no joke. Linda exists. She's just not welcome. <laughs> do we need to do an exorcism so okay a little backstory on that we've always talked about linda doug had never seen linda
4: oh so had. we no never eye-
3: even said anything and uh
1: but we knew linda was in existence and <laughs> this is all going down and she was murdering the workout It was a dumbbell hang power clean and um yeah it was toe to bar and row
3: and i was the thruster one it was like thruster and chest the bar or something like that that was the first one. It was like the last one that I did when he walked.
1: Oh, I thought he was right it was, here. No,
3: it was like thrusters and chest-to-bar or something. I don't know. I was like gripping my hands and well, I like wanted more chalk. And Birdie's like, no more chalk or whatever. You don't need to chalk up. Get on there.
1: <laughs> the, the first open, she's murdering this workout. And I thought this was the one with Doug. But regardless, uh, she starts, she's doing great. And then this is Jenna's like, Emma, she'll be crushing it. And all of a sudden that self-doubt or whatever kind of of creep in where, you know, right when it gets hard, like it kind of changes your mindset. And uh, she was transitioning. I was like, She's not welcome. Put her away. Put her away. She's not welcome. Get her out of here. Like. Oh, you saw it coming? Oh yeah. (laughs) Dude, I know her. You're like, get that bird. Yeah, I said, said, she's not welcome. Put her back. And I I literally said this out loud. (laughs) Not welcome. And um, so old, we my start. Old,
0: my old DJ name used to be the Witch Doctor. You need me to do an uh, exorcism or something?
1: <laughs> so I mean, you could get sage out in the middle of some out. Chicken bones out. <laughs> we started a hashtag. Um, hashtag Linda is not welcome. And so, like that was the running thing all the way through. This the open. open and it is. It's it's self doubt, right? So we, she has a lot of talent, but just like Sigmund's daughter, uh, sometimes that talent is is like repressed by you and how you feel, right? And also, the pressure. She's talking. This is how it's related. She comes in here, and we've always joked if we give her an open workout, and yeah, you've said this before, and, you know, and sneak it
0: in, and don't tell her what it don't is. Don't tell her yeah. like
1: it's through the week, like today and yesterday. Yesterday, she's dying, and I'm trying to push her in class, and she like gives me the side eye, like shut the hell up. Guy hadn't done the workout yet. Yeah, I was dying, and uh <laughs> after I did it, I'm like, wow, now i understand like why you weren't. Why going. that look came out. Yeah, but you know. But if that was a CrossFit open workout, shoot out half the score. Mm. <laughs> like literally, no joke, Be- because of the pressure can, of yeah, she needs to Because it had a
0: number in front of it. And yeah, because it's- in the score It means counted. something yeah. like she said, yeah. Now you had written down here, what drives people to become talented? Is it a gift or is it based on desire? What do you think? <sighs> I, think I think it goes, oh, go ahead, go ahead.
3: I, just, I think you have to have the desire to even like get into that, to realize that you have a talent. Because you could have- but i don't know i feel like maybe you, you said earlier you said
1: some people are more talented than others or gifted right so is it a gift or is it something you have to work towards or what
0: go ahead i think they're all kind of complementary. so like yeah. like skill you can develop skill you know where we always either you hear the phrase god-given talent yep. there are certain people that and I know you've seen him, you know, during your time as, as a coach and owner where people just walk in and they're like, oh, is this how I do it? And they do a movement, you know, perfectly with little to no coaching. You know. Same people that pissed Jen off. Yeah, exactly. And well, it pissed all of us off. <laughs> yeah. You know, for you know, to Coming be completely crank-
1: honest. Well, remember Natalie came in cranking handstand push-ups out like yeah. it was
0: her job, and we're like, I remember coaching some random dude do a strict bar muscle up one day. Like he was watching his little cousin workout and people were doing muscle ups in the workout. He's like, How do I do that? And I was like, Oh, well, you know, this, blah, blah. He's like, Okay, like this, just this nice strict, slow muscle up. And I was like, Are you a gymnast? He's like, No, nah, no, nah, I just I work out a lot. And I'm like, You mother <laughs>
1: <laughs> This is gonna, so annoying. this is a quick off topic, but we were all sitting out here, and we—I don't know what it was. Maybe post open something. We were all hanging out, and we grilled out and just chilling, and we we're all drinking some beer. Actually, I think we had a fire going, and um, outside of the gym, and uh,
0: controlled fire.
1: Yeah. This uh, this trucker. So we have we're in an industry industry area, mm-hmm. and this trucker had pulled in. He was pulling in for the weekend, and he walks up. So we're like, like we don't even know he's walking up on us. Yeah a uh, taller guy and i'm like hopefully hopefully people have their gun on because i don't have it with me yeah. and um i didn't know what was going to happen mm-hmm. I don't, you know some stranger literally just walking up to a group of people which is kind of weird anyways
4: mm-hmm.
1: starts talking he's got this heavy russian accent like mm-hmm. just you know just the the prototypical russian yeah right and uh, so we're talking and he's
0: he, a russian cleaner uh posing as a truck driver
1: <laughs> right <laughs> damn hit man and um so we start talking and, you know, he's, you know, in the military and this and that. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he used to work out. We had our uh, bay door open. You could see in, And we all go in, we're drinking beer. And he's telling me, yeah, I used to work out all the time on the bars. He comes in. And he just jumps up in his trucker clothes. does a strict bar muscle jeans
0: up. Jeans and yeah. in a, in a, in a Carhartt. We had a guy a here. He was like,
1: what the hell? I can't even get one. This guy comes in off of a truck. Don't even know he walks in there. Yeah, no, no warm up, no nothing. He's like, yeah, I used to work out in the military and the heaviest. Do you have a Russian accent? I wasn't here. Do you have a Russian accent?
3: Oh, no. Oh, I was going to have you do one. I thought you were asking. Me. No,
1: but yeah.
0: <laughs> so back to the question yeah so is it um a gift or is it desire and like i, I just said you know i think they're kind of complimentary where you can and i'll give you a personal example like i really wanted to be a good volleyball player i i i practiced probably like five six days a week you know i would uh read all kinds of articles this is before the internet so i'd read all kinds of articles i would talk to like the old school cats you know and get Advice on like how I could improve certain aspects of my game, and no matter how hard I tried, there was just a plateau I got to. Like I wasn't going to get any better, just because I didn't have the you know volleyball. It's all based off vertical, really. You know, I, I was I'm you know I'm six two, and at the time I was the shortest guy on the team, and I wanted what? to be one of the yeah yeah they're tall yeah I, I wanted to be Females one of the guys are as tall as him yeah, yeah exactly yeah I wanted to be the guy that was crushing the ball, you know hitting you know putting six, dents six, in the floor. Yeah. And no matter how hard I tried, you know, uh, weight training, running, extra jump exercise, all that stuff, I could not jump as high as the other guys that were my height or taller. Right. So the coach is like, look, th- you've maximized your personal potential. You can't make yourself become an outside hitter. He's like, but you do have really good hands and I think you'd make a great setter. And I was like, okay, well, let me settle into that role. And so I took that my desire to become. A good hitter and rechannel that into becoming a good setter.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And I still had to work harder than everybody else just because I'm not I was not as gifted to those guys. So for me to be the weakest link on the team, I really had to work hard to not bring the team down. And that's where the desire piece came in. Like I I I I didn't want to be the weakest link on the team. No matter how hard I tried, I was always going to be the weakest link on the team because I'm the shortest guy and I just couldn't hit as hard
2: as any of them. Um and those were, th- I just wasn't going to get any better. I tried and tried and tried.
0: And that's where I, where I mentioned the heart piece. I think the reason why they even gave me the opportunity to fill that role is because they saw that I gave a shit mm-hmm. and I tried and tried, like, even though I sucked, I was still out there every day getting crushed, you know, in drills, like getting smoked in the face, you know, all that stuff. But they, I kept coming back and they were like, well, shit, there's something wrong with this
2: guy, but we like him. <laughs> right. And, that's where I think my desire kind of became a gift because I wasn't willing to not try any less. I don't know if that makes any sense, but. I think people have more
3: respect for somebody like that, though, than, like, I think you might have said it earlier, that someone uses, like, oh, they're talented, so, like, I'll never reach that level, Mm -hmm. so I'm not going to work as hard. Mm Mm-hmm.
4: I don't know if you said that yeah. earlier, but yeah. like an yeah.
3: excuse
1: about like... Yeah. They give up on it just because the person in, in the same position has more talent
3: than them. Like... Yeah. But I don't ca- think that's an excuse to like... Give up. Yeah. And yeah. Work yeah. Us. yeah.
0: Yeah. Like like for me, like I said, I didn't give up. It's just my coach was like, hey, yeah. why don't we put you in this other role?
3: <laughs> and I think that you can still be good at something. You just might not be up to like what you want to be.
0: Um, Look, man, you don't
1: have to be the best player on the team to have the best team. I mean, right. that's just the reality of it. Like, you know, there's, so, there's oftentimes that we do team competitions and if I viewed myself as a weak link, then I'm going to underperform, that's going to bring the team down. But if I do everything I'm strong at and good at and then everybody else does the exact same, then we excel as a team.
3: Yeah, if, we have like workouts where literally like one of us won't even do anything. <laughs> Yeah, like it'll be like, we'll have, let's say it's a three person team and like only two of us are doing the work, even though
2: Uh like one other person,
3: but they're just not good at it. So it's just going to like slow us down and we want to do our best. So,
2: so uh,
0: ego on the negative side, how does that play in all this? Because
2: how can someone's ego allow them not to maximize their talent? Because I have an example of this,
0: like well, at least one that I've, I feel like I've observed in professional sports.
1: How can ego? Yeah, because they don't think they have to work as hard. So what will happen
2: is... Well,
0: but there's also something you mentioned earlier about baseball. When you feel like
2: you're better than a particular role. Oh, I mean, yeah, So I'm kind of getting at. Yeah. It's like, if you have a lot of talent, okay, and all
1: your life, and we kind of go back to the external pressures, all your life, you've been told how talented you are, how mm. good you are. You start believing the hype. You, yeah, you believe, you believe too much hype. So what happens when it, it's time to go and hit, hit it hard, right? Well, you don't hit it as hard because you're like, well, I don't have to. I'm, 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 good, at this. I'm good at this. I'm better than this person because you see the results. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when that talent, it can be a trap because of your ego. Staying, it, it's, it's allowing you to do less Okay. Because you can perform well. But what happens is when you get someone who is also talented talented. without an ego Mm -hmm. and they're in there, like they're, they're always failing. They're always like grinding. They're always like, they're never going to be good enough. Those are the guys that leap past them. Mm -hmm. Okay. Even they, they might have just a little less talent. Okay. But they're going to leap past them because their ego did not hold them back because their ego never let them feel like they should work less. It's, it was more, I need to work more. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when you start seeing those people pass each other. And we see it in team competitions too. Like I said, we're never ever, as an, if you broke as individuals, uh, most teams would beat us mm-hmm. if we all do individual aspects. And, uh, but as a team, we see, we don't have an ego, okay? We don't go in and we don't expect this or that Now we expect to do. We have our expectations of,
0: Make, as a team, yeah. we,
1: we want to make you know we want make finals and we want podium. That's our expectations. Mm-hmm. Some we go, and we, we want to win this, mm-hmm. but we never let our egos. Uh, like she, Jenna was just saying, as a great example, if we have a team of three, okay, and one person can't work because they're not as good at it, and they can't pe- do a and, thing,
0: and the other two can,
1: yeah. or, or say they can do it, it's just not as fast, mm-hmm. and the other two can. That ego could screw screw a lot of teams. That does screw a lot of teams because they want to feel like they have to do something. They, they want to go prove something to everybody in the crowd, mm-hmm. okay? And it doesn't really matter if you got proved that you can do something if it's going to cause you to lose. What about lose. the other three people? Well, it's, it's going to cause yeah. you to lose. So if that ego isn't checked, okay, and yeah. you let the two hammers do the work, and then when it's your turn to perform <laughs> to carry the weight, and yeah. carry the weight, you're ready to go. Or you can have an ego and be like, no, I, wanna, I don't want so-and-so thinking I can't do this or I can't do that. And they go out and they slow everything down. Now you go from a first to a third place finish because you let your ego kind of get in the way of your entire team. Mm
3: -hmm. Which honestly, I wouldn't have ever thought that way. Like I would have thought, okay, it's a three person team. Like we each contribute a little bit, even though one person may suck at something. Like I would have never really thought of, of it that way. But I don't know. I think it's a mindset that a lot of people don't have because they haven't been coached that way, I guess.
1: Yeah, it's like, well, you know, let's go split a third, a third, a third in the rep scheme. Well, that's stupid because Jenna cycles the barbell f- twice as fast as you. So mm-hmm. why would we split her
0: a third when- If we're trying to- win? If we're doing a community workout, it's one thing. But if we're trying to win a competition, right. it's completely different.
1: Well, screw the, even the community. Like, I, we talk about it here. like, if you suck at something- have someone on your team pick it up, mm-hmm. and then you just pick up where you do, and need you to. pick
0: up where they left off, yeah. or, <laughs> or or whatever no, you're strong yeah, at. Yeah,
1: absolutely, right. Give, so,
0: yeah, take some workload there. Give the other person some. But rest.
1: egos will keep us and restrain us from that. And you know, this person who, oh, I'm strong. I'm this. I'm that. If they're that type of person, but we got. I don't care how strong you are. It's, mm-hmm. Say it's a lighter barbell, like one eighty five, one thirty. If Jenna can cycle it twice as fast as you. Mm-hmm. Okay, and your one and arms or X. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It, doesn't it doesn't
3: matter. Because you know. well, well, then you'll pick up on handstand walking. <laughs>
1: right, or... <laughs> yeah, on, I can't. <laughs> right,
3: which he's actually just did really good at.
0: Uh, what was your example? My example was Tim Tebow.
1: Oh, heck yeah.
0: <laughs> guy, God, man. He was... Crushing amazing. He was a fullback that had a decent arm, in my opinion. And he, he, he had this belief that he, wa- he, he would only play in the NFL if he could be a quarterback. If I was a quarterback and I had a dude with that frame with that speed, I would give anything to have that kid in the slot or at the tight end position. Cuz once cuz he was one of those guys that like he had he had speed and vision. And vision. And as in and, and I think Julian Edelman is a classic example of like someone who was a quarterback who realized I'd rather make money than take snaps, mm-hmm. you know, than than be a quarterback, right? And he's probably one of the most prolific slot receivers. Of this curtain generation of, of, of NFL players, yeah, because as a quarter, as a former quarterback, he understands what space looks like. to a quarterback space he, coverage. He knows what those holes yeah. look like. He knows that you know that you know two steps you know in a you know inside the tackle box is huge mm-hmm. versus one step downfield, and he just you know just uh, there, there's a couple other guys out there. Uh, I mean,
1: there's the, that yeah, yeah.
0: That list is huge. Huge, yeah. You know of guys who put their ego aside and, and I was very, you kind of look at Tebow and you think of him as a humble guy, but then for him to not be humble enough to step out of that potential role and, and, and play another position. I I found that kind of like, it was a head scratcher, man, because he's very big on like missionary stuff and stuff and things like that. Because if you read his story, it's pretty crazy. Like he shouldn't even be alive. But how much could he have helped other people with that money that he got as a tight end or a slot receiver versus a quarterback?
1: You're, I think I see where you're coming from, yeah. but I think you're you're digging too much into it because he did play quarterback. He did have success.
0: He, he beat the Steelers. The Steelers yeah. on, on one. Oh one my play. god! <laughs>
1: yeah, in overtime, knocked. Them, yeah, so uh, out of, knocked them out of playoffs. Yeah. So I'm saying he did play that position. He did do decent. I would say that. Who knows what he would have done, but it's not like he said, I'm going to be quarterback and was the third string his entire career. He went, he was a starter. He was in a franchise. There's only 32 franchises. He's one of 32 people in the world playing a specific position, Mm -hmm. which is pretty insane to me. And so I'd say it's pretty good and he has some success. And I just think that,
0: you know- he's still playing baseball? Yeah. He's still with the Mets?
1: I, uh, I believe so. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just saying like, we could look at it as arrogance or like- he showed that he was good enough to play NFL quarterback in the league and everything else we talked about outside stuff that kind of affect that, you know, when you get in the football, it can be
0: very political. It can be very, especially the quarterback position. Like you said, there's only only 32 people in any given, well, we'll say 40 just for argument's sake, because people get Mm -hmm. injured and whatever, but yeah, a very small number of human beings
2: in any given season have the privilege of of, of, of being an NFL quarterback. Right. Pitfalls? Pitfalls of? Of, 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 of being talented.
1: Yeah. I mean, I th- think there's a lot. We kind of briefly touched on the pitfalls. So, talent can cause you to be lazy, right? <laughs> I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I, mean, I got I've, a
0: story I've, for that, too. I've seen,
1: seen it in CrossFit, seen it in baseball, seen it in MMA, I've seen it in the uh, workforce. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it across the board. Talent will give you a false sense of security that talent will always triumph. And it doesn't. This is where the hard work that you, we talked about mm-hmm. earlier, where hard work beats talent every day. There's, there's a small portion where it may be true. And that is for these people who let ego or have the um, pitfall of thinking they don't have to do as much mm-hmm. or work as hard anymore because they're just kind of banking on their talent. Mm-hmm. Those people well, they're not going to be more talented per se, mm-hmm. but they're going to stand out because mm-hmm. they're busting their ass, right? It's like the sixth round draft pick, busting his ass, making the practice squad, working mm-hmm. his ass off of the practice squad, going to starter. They're going from a starter and to getting a freaking, you know, six year contract extension worth $62 million. Mm-hmm. And this guy was paid the league minimum in the practice squad when he first started, but yeah. he busted his ass. But he busted his ass, yeah. Right? So he had talent, Okay but all those lazy people that was in his position
0: that were quote better than him, better than him,
1: more talented than him. They got lazy and they got this hungry guy right behind them who has less talent, Mm -hmm. but he's been working.
4: Right. (laughs) I'm sorry, Siri.
0: Um, And I've given this example before where my son, he plays college football. And I remember seeing some kids that he was playing against when he was a freshman. Mm -hmm. And, I was like oh cool you got this guy and this guy on your squad oh man you guys are gonna be stacked and then you know fast forward to like opening day and i'm looking at the rosters and i'm like oh where are these guys at and i have dinner with my son i was like what happened to this guy and this guy and this guy?" guy's like oh they after they got to after we're done with summer practice they quit because yes. they said it was too hard i'm like what do you mean he's like well dad they never had to work hard because these were those guys that were those yeah. five-star blue chip players yep. that were getting interviewed Every Friday night after the game, being told how awesome they were, getting their pictures in the paper, you know, and all that other stuff, had a big signing day deal, and they believed the hype. And then when they got to to practice, and they realized everybody else was just as talented as them, they were like, "Oh, I have to work now." Right. Yeah. 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 Welcome to the show, son.
1: (laughs) And maybe some were less talented.
4: (laughs)
0: Yeah.
1: But they were. But they were hungry. Yeah. What do you think? Pitfalls are. Do you have any? Of being talented?
4: Mm-hmm. I
3: don't know. I mean, being a dick.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, go with that. I agree.
3: That's I don't mean, I think some people just love it change their personality a little bit, you know? There's, I know a girl, she, um, she was a year younger than me, I think she was literally good at everything, and it was like annoying that she was good at everything <laughs> like she was amazing at school like,
0: you hate watch them
3: <laughs> yeah, like what are you bad at? It felt like seriously, but she was very humble about it she like people would compliment her, and she was very like you know thank you like mm-hmm. but she wasn't she wouldn't really let it like get to her head and then you know then on my um my like selectly I guess, that sounds weird. My club team. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing, like we had another girl and it was just different. Like she would let that get to her head and I don't know, you, I would rather surround myself with someone who's like humble than to be around someone who's a dick like that. Like, I don't know. I feel like I would, and if I were to like, let's say in the in the workforce or something, if I were to interview somebody, which I mean, not everybody would be that way, but if I were to interview each one of those people, I would rather pick someone that might not have as much talent but isn't an asshole. (laughs) And then the other person could be like amazing at everything, but I don't want to be around you. (laughs) You know
1: know there's a big difference too is when you get, uh, you have, let's say we have equally talented uh, players and one's really cocky, arrogant and a dickhead and the other one's humble, hardworking And all about the team Mm
4: -hmm.
1: the the person who is all about the team and works really hard and is talented makes their entire team better it makes them raise here here's the level right here's the level that i'm i'm at yeah i'm not saying anything i'm just doing it yeah i'm doing the work i'm putting it in
0: but i'm gonna i'm gonna stick my hand out i'm gonna bring you up let's go let's go
1: man they rise the, they, they they take that team to another level because now the team steps up like oh shit he's we're, he's leading us like and that, that's a yeah. leader it, and you got the guy who's a dickhead like Jenna's talking and they're they're not all they say they're late occasionally mm-hmm. or they're not they're all about them and about their stats and not about the they're, team they're
0: letting their stat the sheet, persona uh, yeah cover for them yeah they have their misgivings yeah. and
1: you're going to talk about. Those two different personalities will take a team to the highest level, or the lowest level, or the lowest level as a team because no one, no one wants to be around someone like that, and that's on every single level. Yeah, and that's what kind of drives me nuts. Like we talked about, you know, when I went to Granite Games, you know, some of the people back there—they're individuals. um, What's that short girl? uh, Wears booty shorts. Yeah,
4: right. (laughs) Blonde hair.
1: Headband. Blonde hair. Yeah, real confident. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, that Chrissy did the hair thing for.
3: Oh, Danny Spiegel.
1: Danny Spiegel. Oh.
3: Danny Spiegel is
1: back in the back of Granite Games. And she is walking around like she does. Her <laughs> she, shit she, does not she, stink. She knows she's Danny Spiegel. Oh, my God. And I'm like, who are you? Like, I knew who it was, but oh, my God, just like strutting, like, you know, bobbing the head, just like thinking. Every, everywhere she walked, she was like that. I'm like, oh, my God, you're a bitch. I didn't even know her. I
3: didn't even know her. Yeah. You know I mean, you mean? can tell a lot about somebody how they carry themselves, though. And then come
1: to find out, you know, the conversation her and Christy had, it lines up perfectly. It's just like, yep, you, you sure are. A, you're, and I love- You're no, a mean person. I love right? nothing more than watching her get crushed at the CrossFit Games.
3: So basically what he's talking about, Christy sells Monate. And she like reached out. So if you need it, go ahead
4: and it, yeah, is that like hit up hair Christy. Stuff or yeah,
3: something? it's like shampoo and conditioner. And we'll stuff. take our commission check, Christy. She, yeah, she has bomb hair. Uh-huh. Anyways, so she like just she got good hair. She does. She reached out to um, Danny and about it, and she's like, "Oh, that sounds really awesome. Like, I love because she realized that she's like a girly girl and stuff, and like would maybe like something like that." And she's like, oh, cool. I'll ask them if they want. Well, she was kind of like talking to her like she was maybe going to purchase something. So
1: Chrissy put together.
3: Yeah, she put together like a what would work best for her hair type. And she's like, cool, I'm going to like reach out to them and see if they'll give me free product. <laughs> like after she. T- oh, after
1: she did all yeah, the, work. Just did all the of work. Yeah, just because of her title. Like. I'm like, who? Who are you? What is your title? You won the open, woohoo! I mean, yes, that's cool, but you ain't done shit. Have and you, you po- have nice
3: legs. Other people have nice legs too, honey.
1: Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, honestly, man, we talked about this. Matt Fraser wins CrossFit games. Uh, to me, wins CrossFit games. What does that even mean? Who cares in the long term? Like, they're no
3: more important than the next person. From
0: a humani- humanistic standpoint, they're just they're just a people person. They're just like just people. us. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but that makes me never want to root for that girl.
1: Oh, well, don't worry, I will I'll be on that same boat. Hmm? I'll be on the same boat. I will never root for someone and just I can see her still to this this moment. <laughs> She's walking her fucking hair, just bobbing back and forth. She's got this like strut. And I'm like, oh my God, who are you? And, like, why are you think why do you think you're better?
0: And I think that maybe perhaps could go back and not just speaking to her, but other athletes across the spectrum or even people even in the military, I've seen it where they start to believe the hype. Oh, yeah. Um, people have told them how good they are. And you see that in the military a lot because certain people are kind of just- Moving luck, up the ranks. Like, like luck and timing has a lot to do with a lot of that and intelligence, obviously, because, well, I, I can only speak to the Air Force, but you know, there's testing involved when it comes to promotion. And sometimes if you just come in at the right time and all, of your, all your numbers line fast up- Fast track. Yeah, you, you can fast track you know, if, if you're good at taking tests and you just put, and you're in the right positions at the right time, you're at the right base that has, you know, the right manning so you can go do all this other stuff besides your job. Like,
3: it does happen to some people. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it is how you're raised, though. And,
0: and yeah, that nature versus nurture thing. I I think if, you know, people that are raised in a very, to be humble and appreciative and just, you know, salt of the earth type folks, I'm sure there are incidences where they get to the big city and all of a sudden, you know, they're just, Going buck wild and they're like become this other person, this alter ego. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I do agree with with that though, that a lot of it has to do with like how mom and dad told you to place value upon things. So I just know
3: I would have got my ass whooped.
1: <laughs> so let me tell you a brief story. So we we're playing summer ball and we went to state that year and uh, we we're coming on the back side of the, the s- schedule. We played a really small team club team mm-hmm. and not very good and uh we were about to run roll them mm. so we're going in so it's but four innings fifth innings run roll
0: so run we, roll is like if you're up by 10 yeah
1: yeah and uh so just they had no chance obviously yeah. so as a team very we're very 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 good and um and some went on to play to another higher level but we started going up, and we we're going up to bat left-handed. Opposite-handed. We're left-handed. No, I could hit left-handed, but yeah. I definitely was not as, as good. strong. Yeah. Right, and so we we're all and it was dicking around, and it's just like being disrespectful. We were being very disrespectful, Mo. Yeah. And uh,
0: but again, how old are you? It doesn't matter. No, I'm saying, but yo, yo, you're, 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 you're yeah. younger. Your mindset is different. You know, you're you're the different person than you are today.
1: Just, oh, yeah, you know. yeah. I'm not even close to that, but. No shit. The team came back and beat us. Oh no shit. Yeah, we lost. <laughs> their coach. I mean, we deserved it. Yeah. But their coach runs out onto our home plate, jumps on the plate, and just starts talking shit. Like that, that's not cool. As an
0: adult, that's I don't, not cool. Yeah.
1: That's not cool. I. But I must say, if it was going to happen, this was it. You
0: You guys bought that.
1: We did. Yeah. And uh, we, we, as a team, we talked about the ego. We let our egos get in the way of who we were mm-hmm. as a team and instead who of, we were, and who we were playing. Instead of putting them, put them to bed. And in yeah. the, the end game, it did, the game didn't matter, but to us it did. Yeah. And on it, principle. Oh, great learning lesson. And, uh, and uh, a little fight ensued after that, and it was just going through, you know, when you shake hands, oh, yeah, uh, so- someone may or may not have knocked the coach's hat off his head on the, on the shake and spit and on he- him. And
0: he's not in this room?
1: No. <laughs> I got in trouble. I did.
3: That reminds me of that. It's, a, it's like that video um, that Justin Sua posted, and it was like, about people that celebrated when they were close to the finish line yeah, but then celebrating someone else. Yeah, too soon. Yeah, someone else beat them. Like the, mar- like,
0: the marathons. Like
3: or, I yeah. literally got happy when I saw those people lose.
0: Yeah, finish the fight. Yeah. yeah that's hey. what, uh, there's been plenty, I don't know about you, but there's been plenty of fights I've been in where the guy thought he had me or he just, you know, took, you know underestimated me because I was older than him. But like I said, for me, like when I was in my, my fighting time, like I knew no one was going to let me die. So, like, my threshold for, for pain and, and acceptance of certain yeah, things. you pass out before you die. Yeah, exactly. I'll pass out before I die. And that was my, always my philosophy. And there, yeah. were, there, were several, there were a handful of fights that I won because I knew I wasn't going to die. Where the person just, like, was just, you know, thought he was, you know, they were going to win. And then, like, they tired themselves out. And I'm like, oh, no, my friend, you know, next thing you know, I'm getting my hand raised because the ego thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm going to beat this old man. Oh, he's Air Force and he's old? Oh, I'm going to whip his ass. Yeah. Okay cool bro let's you
1: know i've injured many people <laughs> that had a very high ego mm-hmm. because they weren't tapping and <laughs> and it's not you know you don't pass out from
0: arm or leg locks no 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 it's like <laughs> so I'll like let, I'll, I'll 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 take a joke out but an arm bar yeah nah. once it gets to a certain point i'm like no, i'm good i'm good i'm good
1: <laughs> yeah but there's people who don't and then you know next thing you feel their uh whole arm goes limp and you feel it like hyper
0: extending yeah.
1: your hands it's pretty Ew. disgusting yeah it is it's a disgusting,
0: disgusting. feeling yeah. yeah yeah so yeah choking people while like, one thing but like the, uh, the the only thing i can really equate it to is like when you have lobster and you like pull the the meat out of the tail and that like kind of crunchy feeling <laughs> that's to me that's what it the one time it, i did do it on accident mm. uh, that's what it felt like uh so for those of you that may be challenged with this and you might be looking at yourself in the mirror right now and be like damn am i that guy you know what are maybe some things to consider to look in the mirror and ask yourself
3: go beat your own ass (laughs) because someone should have done it a long time ago
0: (laughs) i i me personally i I don't think anyone ever suffered from being humble i don't think that ever hurt anyone
3: i think there's a difference between being humble and being walked on for sure
0: absolutely
1: I don't know. You can be too humble. I mean, well, no, that's what Jen yeah, is talking yeah. well, about. I
0: mean, uh, don't let people walk on you, but at the same time, people know if you're like at the pinnacle of whatever it is you do, people know. You don't have to wear a T-shirt telling everybody how awesome you are. Yeah, walking around with this shirt it says I snatched three fifteen.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna get one of those.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, <laughs> it's uh being hum- being humbled is cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know if if Okay, if you are this person who, you're a douchebag, you listen to us, whatever. um, It's just some people, maybe they don't know. Some people has never called them out because when you're talented and you're-
0: Everybody tells you how talented you are. And
1: no matter how, and this drives me nuts as a CrossFit coach, I see some really talented CrossFitters and I see their videos- Who have never been coached. And we talk or about they they're getting coached, and it's just not like it's a fraction of the coaching they should be getting. Mm-hmm. Because oftentimes, coaches at other gyms, their best athlete, let's say, is Jenna, and um, every time she does something, inco- as, an exa-
0: as an example,
1: yeah, okay, <laughs> Every time she does, every time she does something wrong, uh, technique wise or um, movement standard wise, mm-hmm. I don't correct her or don't call her out because I don't yeah. want. Her to get mad and leave my gym because she's our best athlete. Mm. That's so weird. So Where They look at it.
0: an individual as a dollar sign versus more of an someone, icon. More, someone who deserves coaching.
1: No, an icon, uh-huh. not dollar sign. It's more of an icon, and that they attach the gym to this person, meaning this person is oh, really good. They're their avatar. So, yeah. yeah okay. So so
3: basically, they're running your gym. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, I've seen it.
0: Don't I've let se- that owners. Don't let that happen because Dude, I've seen you, it. You don't want the lunatics running the asylum because. There's a reason the printer, prisoners, man. You know what
1: I mean? Like, I'm saying, not, not them, but in general. Like, yeah. boy, you, you never, never let the prisoners run. The, the asylum, the, yeah. Never, ever, because things would get out of skew. But that's the thing. Sometimes people are so talented, people are timid to address the talented dude, athlete. Coaches are, t-
0: are, yeah, are timid to, quote, coach them. Yeah. yeah. Oh,
1: dude, I watch... Games, I watch this now. I watch something, like, man. When you see the max clean, I'm thinking, man, they need to clean their stuff up. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying on the outside, I have the balls to say it, right? Some, some don't because of their persona and their attachment. Oh, well, that's
0: X. You know, they don't need coaching. They're right. imagine, the CrossFit Games. Imagine
1: that if I go to Jenna and I try to help her out, give her corrections, and she takes it the wrong way, and then she leaves the gym because of it. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't want to be told that she's doing wrong because now in her persona, her ego's getting in the way that oh, I don't ever do wrong. What the fuck are they talking about? Mm -hmm. And the reality is she was wrong. Yeah, I did try to correct her and then she took it the wrong way. Mm. I don't know. I've seen it happen. Oh my gosh. Well, that's
0: provided she listens to you.
1: Probably not. It doesn't. So So I say, doing great, Jenna. Great job. Awesome. Perfect technique. Awesome. Way to fall on your handstand walks again. You're doing great.
3: Hey, you know what? I did pretty good if I do say so myself. (laughs) Lions
1: You did. You did great and you let everybody know about it.
3: I did not. No,
1: in a positive way. You were excited. You should have been excited. How often have you ever walked 20 feet without dying
2: 32 times? True. So. Anyways. Yay, Jenna. (laughs) All right. Talent. Um,
0: Interesting topic. Like it's, it's something, you know, like I said, like we always said from the beginning, we talk about that stuff outside the 60 minutes. And I think this is one of those topics where we really got outside the wire a lot. And hopefully, I think that's why you guys listen to us.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, talented people are all around.
0: Absolutely. In all ass- ass- ass facets of life.
1: Right. Yeah. And just because and all talent does not equate to top athletes. Mm-hmm. Okay. and and we just had a workout today. We had Josh in here and he just murders this workout, okay? He just does great at it. And when you get people who are talented in certain aspects and it lines up, they murder it, right? Mm -hmm. But he's still talented, okay? He doesn't have to be our top male athlete to be talented. And our top male athlete isn't the most talented, right? It's just the talent goes across so many spectrums. But the problem I have with talent is A, you can have it like Sigmund's daughter and waste it. If you consider what she does a waste, we've talked last that she should be a podium contender every single year with her talent and her skill sets, but she can't because
0: there's too much. There's other things that she needs to address. The outside stuff,
1: the mental stuff, right? So talent goes across so many things and I hate to see her waste it, but I don't think what she's doing is a waste. What I think it was a waste of sore, like Jenna was saying, they don't go play a ball somewhere because their boyfriend is not going, mm-hmm. right? Or they don't take this opportunity because of something else, mm-hmm. or they don't take the coaching or listen to coaching because they think they're talented enough. Yet you can be the you can be the best worst person, meaning <laughs> the you, best are, worst. Athlete. You are you yeah. are good enough, talent wise, number wise everything across the board to be a regional athlete, but you never go to regionals. Mm -hmm. Think about that because you don't take the coaching. You don't take the cues. You don't work on your weaknesses. You don't work on the skill sets you need because now you have all the talent in the world, but you let it go away. That's wasted talent. And that's what we talk about. I see people, I've seen it in this area. I've seen it across the board. I've seen it across social media. People waste so much talent.
0: In and outside of the gym,
1: yeah. In and outside of the gym. And- like I said, you know, next to that is time. People yeah. waste just as much time as they do talent.
0: And uh, I, I don't remember where I saw it, but I, I believe that the way it was phrased is that the place where you see the most wasted talent collected in one place is in a cemetery. So yeah, put it all together. Use your talents, you know, for the forces of good. You know, you don't have to wear it on your t-shirt. You know, you, everyone can listen to somebody and learn. Just uh, be a good human. I think that's kind of what all these episodes, revolve around.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, the quote I heard yesterday kind of hit home with me was the best ability is reliability, availability,
0: and responsibility. All right. And with that, that brings this week's episode to a close. I'm mowing. I'm out. Peace. Bye. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast, or on Twitter at Can I Get One More, or shoot us an email at can I get one more at gmail.com.
4: It's still really loud in my ears.
0: We need to get her um we need to send you like the flavor flav uh, hype man cam. (laughs) Check one, two.